I V M. You are listening to the Signal Daily, brought to you by Front Page Studios. American pharma giant Johnson and Johnson had almost become synonymous with baby products. If you grew up in India between the 90s and the 2000s, then I'm sure that you have used the J&J baby talc at some point. But as you know, it's been discontinued globally from the beginning of 2023 because this baby talc has been in the center of thousands of lawsuits that allege that it's carcinogenic in nature. While the company continues to deny the allegations, in a new development, J&J is now offering a gigantic 8.9 billion dollar settlement to resolve the decade-running lawsuits that have dented its reputation. Reports suggest that if this payout is approved by the court of law, then this will be one of the highest product liability settlements in the United States, and it'll fall right alongside liability cases involving the likes of tobacco and opioid manufacturers. And just to tell you a little more about the allegations against Johnson's baby powder, J&J had introduced this talc in 1883. Since then, it's been commonly used to treat diaper rashes because it's made of talc, right? Which is a soft clay mineral that absorbs moisture. A lot of cosmetic products also have this ingredient. But later on, it was found that talc can often be contaminated with asbestos, which is known to cause lung cancers and other respiratory illnesses when inhaled. There are also possible links between talc and ovarian cancer, and that's where J and J's bad day started. It's been fighting legal battles since the 1990s, with many of the lawsuits actually being brought by women who have been diagnosed with ovarian cancer. And so far, at least 40,000 claimants have slapped lawsuits on Johnson and Johnson seeking damages. While the company has been saying that these allegations lack quote-unquote scientific merit. In a 2018 investigative report, Reuters had alleged that J&J had known about the presence of asbestos in the products since as early as 1950. Based on several assessments of relevant documents, it came to light that apparently between the 1970s and 2000s, the talc also tested positive for asbestos multiple times. However, the company had withheld this information from regulators and the public. Now, J&J, which is the biggest health product manufacturer by market capitalization, has had a mixed luck with its trials. It won quite a few of them, but in some cases, it had to pay up hefty damages. For instance, in 2021, it had to pay 2.1 billion dollars in settlement. Since then, the company has also been actively trying to put an end to this issue once and for all. And to that end, it created a subsidiary by the name of LTL Management. to take responsibility for the claims. LTL's first attempt at filing bankruptcy from Texas was in vain, and that cost J&J 17 billion dollars in market value. But Reuters has reported that it refiled for bankruptcy once again from New Jersey to present a reorganization plan around the proposed settlement of almost 9 billion dollars. Now the thing is, settling is a matter of urgency for J&J if it hopes to rebuild its image. The company's previous proposal for providing 2 billion dollars in damages was rejected by courts. But apparently, 60,000 of its current claimants are already on board with the upgraded amount of money. So will its legal woes end finally? For the next few minutes, you are going to know a little more than you did yesterday from the world of technology, business, 
policy and anything that leaves you with food for thought. Hi, I'm Shorbari and this is the deep dive for 6th April 2023. In a historic turn of events, Donald Trump, the former president of the United States, found himself in court on Tuesday facing 34 felony counts of falsifying business records. However, Trump has denied all charges and entered a plea of not guilty during the court appearance. Now, why everyone has been talking about this is because this will be the first time that a former US president has been indicted with criminal charges. But it definitely won't be the first time that Trump has made crazy headlines, eh? Now, just to give you a quick recap of the accusation and what led to his arrest. So, the whole thing dates back to a scandalous incident that took place five years ago. If you remember, just before the US presidential election, a wave of sexual harassment allegations were hurled at Donald Trump by several women. Around the same time, adult film actress Tommy Daniels was also preparing to come forward with her own tale of a consensual sexual encounter with Trump that took place in 2006. But with a catch. She demanded payment for her silence. Now, this is where Trump's loyal fixer and attorney Michael Cohen stepped in and paid Daniels the hush money worth $1,30,000. However, in 2017, when the Trump organization reimbursed Cohen in installments, claiming them as legal fees for services rendered that year, Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg smelled something fishy. He accused the Trump organization of falsifying business records to hide illegal activities, thereby charging them with serious felony counts. But Trump did not take the indictment lying down. He issued a statement accusing the Manhattan grand jury of quote-unquote political persecution and quote-unquote election interference at the highest level in history. It's also worth noting that Trump's legal woes do not end with the recent indictment. He's also embroiled in three other major criminal investigations. But what next? That's the big question, right? Because Trump is shooting his shot for the next presidential election But will this indictment be a small bump in the road or a full-blown roadblock for his 2024 presidential aspirations? Now, you would think that in the world of politics, a criminal indictment would be seen as a career ender for a presidential candidate. However, the case of Donald Trump has appended this conventional wisdom. Despite facing serious criminal charges, Trump's popularity among his core supporters has remained intact. In fact, Jason Miller, a top advisor to Donald Trump's campaign, revealed that since the announcement of his indictment, the campaign has amassed over $1 million in donations. This is actually quite like the time when the news of former US President Bill Clinton's extramarital affair broke. His approval ratings didn't plummet either, as one might have expected. Instead, they actually went up and remained high throughout the entire impeachment process. But to answer your question, whether Trump can run for the 2024 presidency? Well, the answer is yes. Even if he's arrested or indicted, it would not have any direct impact on his eligibility to run for president. You also might be surprised to learn that being incarcerated does not necessarily disqualify someone from running for president. In fact, it has happened before, when in 1920, socialist Eugene Debs won almost 1 million votes while he was locked up on sedition charges for opposing World War I. And moreover, at the moment, there is a strong discontent against US President Joe Biden. According to a poll conducted by ABC News and the Washington Post, four in 10 Americans are saying that they're worse off financially since Biden took office. 
That's the highest number in almost four decades. Which means many Americans don't want Biden to return to presidency. But research also indicates that moderate voters who determine the results of general elections may not be comfortable with the idea of a president who faces criminal charges. So, what's next for Trump? Well, the future of his legal troubles is unpredictable, but with the next hearing still months and months away, anything could happen in the meantime. Until then, I guess all we can do is watch the legal drama unfold. If you like listening to The Signal Daily, please show some support. Rate us and review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Please share this podcast with your friends and family. Also, let us know what you like about this podcast. Send us an email at hello at thesignal.co. The Signal Daily is produced in association with IVM. This episode was written, researched and produced by Akshaya and Manaswini. Edited by me, Shorburi. Mastered and mixed by Manas and Nirvan. You can catch this podcast every morning, Monday to Friday on Spotify, Apple, Amazon Prime Music, Google Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcast. We are thesignal.co on Instagram, LinkedIn and Twitter.